0: Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-host Madness Chate Jones and Tenille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Girl, hey, hey, hi, boo. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy because I got to see you in real life yesterday.
1: Yes, tons of fun.
0: Yeah, for our social distance
1: physically distance Physi- physical yeah, yeah physical get your distance. your wording right.
0: Oh, and I was the one saying, "Don't <laughs> say social." Exactly. Damn, they got me for our physically <laughs> distance happy hour.
1: It was amazing. I loved it. it. Was
0: <laughs> okay. Speaking of things you love, what are you feeling this week?
1: I am feeling Zion for Washington's fifth anniversary virtual praise party, mm. DJ'd by our very own sound engineer, DJ Superfly TNT, otherwise known as Marcus. <laughs> you see <laughs> <in> my <house>. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. But um, during this, this, this season we're in, Marcus really mm-hmm. stepped outside of his box when I had a um, request for him to do this virtual praise party. You know, DJs, especially the type of DJ that Marcus is, is they're usually doing parties and weddings. Yeah, and party, so yeah, party. They, they don't normally do a gospel set. But when I tell y'all, Marcus worked. The heck out of that praise party. Yeah,
0: he did. The
1: transitions, the yeah, music. He did. So, he was
0: jamming on the one and two. I
1: loved it. And I just wanted to shout out Marcus because he stepped outside of his comfort zone. Um, to do this praise party, and, and it, it was a, was a nice hit. mix
0: of music. Like it wasn't like I was at a revival. Like it yes. was like it was old
1: school. It was like R and
0: B. Like it was good.
1: Even threw in some Chuck Brown. I didn't even know Chuck Brown had whatever song Marcus used, but it was like nice and mellow. It didn't tip to the line
0: <laughs> in the crates
1: because I was a little worried. I was the one who um offered up the idea for the praise party, and so. Right. I you didn't need to come
0: tr- tr- coming
1: you exactly. get you. <laughs> exactly. So shout I out to it. Marcus. What about you, Madeline?
0: Um, okay. So I already said we had our happy hour picnic, which I loved. It's not my thing for the week, but I did love that. And we got to take our walk with Ellie Yay! with us being six feet apart. So that was sweet. Um, but my thing that I'm loving is the Basketball County documentary on Showtime girl um, that Jimmy Jenkins did that shout out Jimmy good. Jenkins shout out Jim shout out the Jenkins is shout out Showtime <laughs> and shout out Prince George's County Maryland it, it gave me I really love how he tied this story together between sports and music and culture um Speaking of GoGo and Chuck Brown, like yeah. just weaving the whole story together. You know, I, I live for a good storyteller. So,
1: Y'all, I was trying to text Maddie like in real time, and she was watching it on streaming. <laughs> it was not we, working. We
0: don't. We don't have no extra channels. We okay. got the regular basic. Oh
1: my gosh! This um, man
0: has fa- fandangled this. Um, you know, air, what do you call it? I'm about to take get go to jail. The fire broken.
1: Oh, jail. Fire broke jail broken yeah. whatever
0: yeah so we were watching it on that so you know it's a little bit of a delay so Tenille was like oh my god and I was like nigga wait wait I'm not feeling it <laughs> <laughs> so he sent me little uh messages like I'll know when you get there so yeah we was, it was a nice we had a little virtual virtual yes. stream but yeah it was so good
1: check it, if it you out if you it,
0: definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely do so All right, Um, so this is our third episode for the month of May. We're doing our May Mamas series. We have had some fantastic guests on, Simona and Zalika. So if you haven't watched, um, I mean, if you haven't tuned in and listened to the podcast this month, please catch up. And so our um, grand finale of our Mothers series is today, and we have um, another guest on. We're super excited. Um, and so. Super duper. Um, so has as I have done with the other two guests, I am going to share with you her personal statement. Um the our guest says, I'm gonna reveal the guest after the personal statement. Oh, you switching it up on them. I'm switching it up. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. You never (laughs) you gotta stay, you gotta stay ready. Um, our our guest says that her personal statement in her own words are to fully stand in the woman that God made me to be. To provide optimal life experiences for my family, to include actively setting a good example of the qualities for which they should desire for themselves, and to intentionally share my story to inspire those who may be experiencing the same hardships that I have been able to overcome. Those lovely words were written by our good friend, a serial entrepreneur, podcast host, and content creator, mom of three. Wife to one, K. Alex, KC Dangerfield. Woo! Welcome to the show, Casey. Oh. Hi,
1: guys. Oh, you like my gosh. <laughs> intro. Let me say this. Let me say this. When you all had written uh, to that, I needed a personal statement. I was like, "What? A mission statement? Personal mission <laughs> statement? What the hell is that?" Like, what? And so this literally had me digging deep. And I love that. Yeah, yes. yeah I think that we that do. perfectly summarized. Um, a mission statement now going forward that I'm going to have to apply intentionally. I so thank it. you all for that because I was I like, a mission it. statement? I don't have a, should I have that? And yes, girl. I think that yes, every girl. woman should have a mission statement.
0: You can thank get a little you. bit of citrus and sugar when you come hang out with Bye. us. We can, we can do a little soul work now. <laughs> you <know>? got
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Thank you, you all do, for having me. Do a little
0: me. digging. Yes, thank you for joining us. We're so excited. Um, this whole month we have been highlighting moms who we love. So we're so hyped to have you on. This is going to be fun. Yes.
1: yes. I know. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So Maddie just <laughs> shared your personal <laughs> mission statement, and we want you to share with our listeners a little bit about what you do as an entrepreneur and in your full-time uh, occupation. Yeah, so as Maddie shared, I am definitely a serial entrepreneur. from part-times to full-times to, you know, um, even my entrepreneurial and creative journey. I am a full-time speech-language pathologist in the district, uh, in the early intervention realm where I go into homes and daycares and service kiddos. Um, And then I have contracts, uh, part-time contracts in the district as well at two different schools, a middle school and a high school, um, where I service um, children for speech therapy in need of speech therapy. Um and creatively I am a podcaster on the Babies Explenies podcast. Yes. Um yes, where you both were <laughs> guests. Uh <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> Love <laughs> so the podcast. Thank you. Um and uh, uh An influencer, I sort of hate that term, but influencer slash creative. Own it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, I think that there's a negative connotation that comes with it sometimes. could come with it, right? Yeah, right. Um, But it is what it is. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I do have to be very cautious in what I am influencing my following on. Um, That's right. But uh, that's pretty much uh, it right now. I am looking to launch my blog or relaunch uh, my blog pretty soon. Um, And then some other little creative endeavors that I have. I'm just waiting on God to really like pave the way in in what he wants me to do full time because I feel like I am stretched thin sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that that creative outlet is necessary for me. Like speech pathology is not the end all be all for me my full time. Um, I do have that creative itch and it's necessary for me. Girl, yeah. when you said that's all, I was like,
0: I, that's hey, that's she ain't even, <laughs> I guess she didn't even list all the things like right. the dads can do too." Oh and Oh my the, God. She does all these like um events and family yeah. events and yeah. uh, even going back to like the posh mumsy stuff and like, yeah. You, uh, yeah, there's a lot. It's been a lot.
1: It's been a lot and I, I do think it's like a, a hodgepodge of things because I do have so many interests, but I know that it comes under that umbrella of K Alex. And that's really, mm-hmm. imbi- yeah. it, it embodies who I am. Um, but definitely I like, I like gathering like Maddie. I like getting people together. I love mm-hmm. the community. I love socializing. So all the things, if I can get the dads yeah. together to learn how to do hair, their daughter's hair and, you know, in a fun way, then have dads it. can do it too, you know? And right. yeah, um, Meetups and things of that nature Uh, Anyone who you know has has experienced The loss of their mother I also have meetups And actually a group me group um, Where we sort of pray for each other We talk Mm. we actually you know do like wine Outings we have a wine um, Outing that we're going to do this summer hopefully if Rona You know clears up but um, It's called uh, you know surviving Daughters and um, sisters of legacy Mm. So Mm. whatever you know I'm trying to turn my pain into passion And Mm. I know that God's going to really like provide and, And make a way for me but uh, I, I'm all over, I'm all over the place a bit.
0: It's <laughs> oh, okay. but there's a common thread. Like, I feel like yeah. that mission statement really put a bow on it. And I feel mm-hmm. like Tennille and I, I mean, this resonates with us. If you're creative, it's going to seem a little all over the place, right. but honestly, I think there's a very clear thread um, Mm -hmm. between all of the projects that you've taken on. And I think it's just the nature of being creative, being an entrepreneur. Like, I don't think somebody could be an entrepreneur without being a serial entrepreneur. Like, I don't think somebody just comes Mm up with an idea and it just pops. Like, I've never heard of that.
1: Right. You know, there's always a buildup. That's true, because you'll have millionaires still taking on other endeavors, and you're like, that wasn't enough for you? And it's like, no. (laughs) Then he has whatever. He has the the, the liquor. He has the clothing. he has. That's it. It's like you you keep going after the next high and you not get bored, because you still have a passion for the, you know, first couple of things that you did but it's Mm -hmm. just like what is that That next thing yeah yeah Um, that is true that's true true. and one thing that you just said about the whole like influencer word it's so crazy how in this social media environment that the word influencer Mm -hmm. has started to take on more of a negative connotation because before social media was popping like people Mm -hmm. wanted to be an influencer you know what I'm saying you wanted to have some influence over the people in your community so yeah. yeah, you said yeah. that. It just made me think about like, why are why is it now that influencer has or can have a negative connotation right. to it? So yeah, right. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's True. the jokes and you know the flat tummy teas. You think? I mean, you know, right. you know how we do. I mean, you'd be like, oh, you sell know flat tummy tea. And listen, them girls get a <laughs> nice little listen. The Girl. raps they get, they get a nice little compensation shoot. That's an honor to <laughs> yeah. sell some flat tummy tea, baby. <laughs> Wow, but anything can be used for good or for yeah, bad. So. Yeah, there you go. There I, you didn't go.
0: Be lying if I didn't say I didn't have a little thing of flat tummy tea. I did try it. <laughs>
1: did you? <I> How's <laughs> money? <you>. <laughs> they got you. They got you.
0: Girl, it <laughs> works. Right. Anything that they're selling, I'm, I'm buying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, that's actually facts Because when you, no, you know, level, speech, don't forget about your consumer. That's, right, that's right, right, right. You know, <laughs> you don't <laughs> convince me to buy this flat tummy tea. Oh lord! Even when yeah. Maddie and I were living together like years ago, Maddie would always watch the commercials and be I love like,
0: commercials, so
1: mesmerized. Like, oh my gosh, I have to go oh, out and like get them. Um, what are those the after marketing. hour type, uh, QVC type? Not things? the infomercial. Infomercials. I oh, can oh, commercials. <laughs>
0: I love I love marketing like I love marketing I love branding I love a good commercial I it's just yeah I'm into it
1: so <laughs> all right so uh, Casey tell us about um tell us how many uh kids you're you have oh. I think Maddie already kind of gave us a little intro to that but tell us their names and, and things like that Not, you don't yeah. have to share their names but um and then what you love most about mommying Ah, yeah. So I have a 10-year-old daughter Zoe, uh, soon to be 5-year-old daughter Zuri, and then uh, soon to be 3-year-old cuz they're both in June, guys. They were both born in June. Mm, um, Xander, right. Uh, Xander it will be 3. Um, my baby boy in June as well. And so um, uh, mothering what I do love about mothering and my mommy experience is kids will show you both the best sides of yourself and the worst sides of yourself. And whether or not you do or don't want that they're going to give it to you um, so while you feel like you know oh my gosh these kids love me unconditionally they definitely you know they make you feel like you're the best person on this planet they will also show you some of the ugly sides of yourself which is necessary mm. for self reflection I mean who really mm-hmm. likes self reflecting but um, mm. sometimes I'll see myself and my children some of the bad of myself mm. and I'm like oh I need to check myself on this or this is impacting my children this kind of anyway and and I listen and I say this all the time Zoe is definitely like a great child she's almost the ideal child if you will I mean for our Mm -hmm. household like for Mm -hmm. and listen okay we all got one we all got one okay I don't know who I am where I feel my parents but (laughs) um she I just I mean provided like we were super young when we had her. I think that we were just sort of like winging things of course and we were young right. ourselves. And there's some things where I'm like, damn, we fucked up with her. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like oh we messed up with this. Or not with her, but like with this or with that. And I'm mm. like, oh God, we gotta do better with the you know, the next two. Okay. Is is this reversible? It's still so, learning like, it's Yo, I'm so I'm like okay, so I think that motherhood will make you do that. It'll show you the best sides of yourselves and and also the the worst. And it's a mirror. It's a mirror. It is a total mirror. Um. So, I, but I do love I love that about about motherhood.
0: Mm. When Salika was on, she said. Um, about like with disciplining your kids, if you, you know, if you, if you get to a point where you yell or you're hitting them or you're popping them or whatever, then it's, that is a time for you to stop and self-reflect because there might be some of your own frustration there. I was like, she is reading us for filth because it's true. Like, I was leaving the grocery store and this white lady in the parking lot was going off on her kid. Like her son was, you know, whining or whatever. And she was frustrated and rightfully so she had her mask. She had the groceries. She trying not to touch mm-hmm. stuff. He keep asking her stuff. And she, he, she was like, well, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I the same way as you and he was like oh you know and Mm -hmm. I was like in that moment I just gave her like a look like it's okay sis I get it like we have these moments that Mm -hmm. how we interact with our children or other people period really does become a mirror of like what we might be going through in that moment and we're trying to hold it all together um but you know I'm sure she had to go back and then you know talk to her kid apologize whatever because there's this standard of perfection that, like, yeah. is unattainable. It's unattainable.
1: Yeah, it really yeah. is. It really yeah. is. And even while you think that you're doing, you know, your best or, you know, this this may be the best route to go, you may, you know, double back again. And I'm like, okay, I thought I was doing this thing, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I might double back a bit and have to... Um, uh, like you said, reverse some things or just make right, you know, what? but Salika, Salika that episode, I mean, I had to take notes for sure, because I was like, oh yep. my god that makes sense, and we yep. don't want to raise these damaged children, I think that yep. our generation for sure is like, okay this is where it stops, we're, we're breaking all these generational curses, mm-hmm. but we're also like overwhelmed, because it's like, okay, well I'm trying to break this generational curse over <laughs> here <laughs> right, <laughs> how many can you break <laughs> Goodness, girl. No, I I yeah, yeah, this is a lot of weight on my shoulders <laughs> like
0: we got to restart the legacy yeah, we did. But, too okay. much. this is too much. much but I like
1: that we are a lot more aware and that's yes. the first that's the first step so yeah, um but yeah. I, no I loved I love that Salika said that yeah so before we Jump into our digging in segment. Tell the listeners where they can find you yes. out in these yeah, out in these streets. So again, yeah. right now, where you can find me and where I share most of. My experiences and all that good stuff and even some hacks and even some, um, I try to hook my people up. I try to hook my followers up That's with be the plug, be the plug <laughs> <Girl>. for, for <laughs> certain things, okay? Um, especially on my stories, I have a lot of fun, but you can find me over on Instagram. That's where I'm most social throughout um, all three of the platforms that I'm on, but it is underscore K Alex, underscore, and it's spelled K-A-Y-A-L-E-X. So underscore K Alex underscore gotcha Ooh. love it girl yeah you shared this um dandruff shampoo that you were using on your cut <laughs> <I> like <laughs> let me
0: get into
1: it okay now in <laughs> a partnership
0: and, 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 but... and, and, and Aldi, um that damn Aldi pan that oh, damn, oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah man I can't believe they ain't give me a, a cut of that they should have gave me a cut <laughs> Aldi played me y'all Aldi played me. girl but But listen how god works so aldi played me on the partnership so guys i don't know this is just a little backstory if you're new here look if you're new new to k allen (laughs) this was last summer are you uh, oh no no it wasn't summer i think it was christmas because people were buying pans for their family members for Mm -hmm. christmas and so um i found this like multi-sectional pan at aldi that i love so much and put it on my Instagram stories and everyone was just so interested in it and especially like in the DMV area to where mm-hmm. people were going out to Aldi and buying up all the pants, selling them out. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, mm-hmm. I pitched Aldi because I'm like, oh, well, this is, I should be getting some kind of, cut. I mean, some kind of influence uh, partnership right. or campaign. Then, Yeah,
0: for sure. And they
1: definitely like, oh, we don't, we don't do that. We don't have social media influencers, but then I go to their page and then they have like, you know, white girls that have 100k mm-hmm. followers. So, wow. what? Mm-hmm. Probably ain't selling out nothing, but okay. Um right. But then, eight months later, another grocery store chain came to me and paid me a good coin. Yes, yeah, yes. it. So I'm like, It'll you
0: know i you know, we'll turn around.
1: I turn it around. Okay? <laughs> yes. No. How do we get there? I don't know.
0: We're all over the place, all over the place. Um, So yes, underscore, K Alex underscore. So now we're going to go into the next portion of the episode, which is digging in. Um, So we're really going to try to use this time to focus on our table topic, which is moms just want to have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Casey, share with us your journey to motherhood and your story um, about how you became a mother and how you're mothering now. Uh um so <laughs> my motherhood journey wasn't ideal um for myself, w- what I thought was ideal then. Um I was a 23-year-old uh graduate, uh, just graduated from um North Carolina a and I was um then headed to Howard University for graduate school. Um and I just found out I'd gotten to the program uh full time super excited about that. And uh, Julian and I were in a rocky relationship. I mean, I remember him going to Vegas with his his uh, friends and I sent him a text and I was so upset because I think we were like on the verge of breaking up. And mm-hmm. I was like, look, my period hasn't come and you better hope I'm not pregnant. And I was just like, what oh, in God. the hell was that about, <laughs> This <laughs> real off the J. Okay, real toxic. i <sighs> my second And so um I was pregnant and I was so scared. I was um I had been pregnant before. This is full transparency. i had had mm-hmm. an abortion my freshman mm-hmm. year of college, and mm-hmm. I had to really sit back and say, Okay, Casey now you you know you've been down this road again before you know mm-hmm. that was not a fun experience that's something that you continue to regret and mm-hmm. do you really want to go there again and why you know why would you feel it necessary at this point 23 graduate degree blah blah, right. blah you know and just really um analyzing the situation where I was uh, as, as a 23 year old versus the 18 year old um mm-hmm. and so you know um didn't tell my parents until I was about like three months I was so scared and I remember my mm-hmm my then best friend saying okay now this is ridiculous (laughs) like you have to tell your parents right like girl you're about to start showing and all that and so Hmm. um you know it wasn't it wasn't ideal um my mom was very supportive actually um my dad was very supportive again I think I I felt like I was almost 16 and pregnant I just had this this um I, almost a stigma in my head of like, oh my mm. God, motherhood is going to, my, my life's going to end. I felt like my life was going to end. And mm. so that was sort of the stigma that I sort of carried even throughout my pregnancy. And I, I hate that. I hate, I hate, I hate that, that my mm. first pregnancy wasn't enjoyable for me. I felt, um, I changed myself. I mean, no one else cared. Like I said, if my parents didn't care, then who cared? Then what mm. else really matters, you know, to me? Yeah. my parents, Um, Hold the highest, you know, the highest standard, you know, and so if, if for me, if they they cared, I mean, if they didn't care, then why would I, you know, care about the public or friends or whatever. And so I just I didn't I didn't feel I, I felt good, um, but I didn't like emotionally feel well and, you know, didn't really get to enjoy my pregnancy, like I said, and so um, felt a lot of shame felt my, like my life was going to end. And, um, once I did have my daughter, um, a lot of my relationships changed with my friends and and things like that. Um, I felt isolated. Um, and then my mom passed six months after having my daughter. So that was a whole nother wow. layer to wow. motherhood. Right. And yeah. I was like, come on now, God, now what now, come on now, you know, the baby wasn't in the plan. And again, I had this, this, uh, view of, you know, this daunting view of motherhood, and I, I still didn't embrace it. And I'm like, come on, God, you did this to me, like as if that was a bad thing. Like, you gave me, why would you, you know, you, mm-hmm, you threw this baby mm-hmm. on me and then you took my mother? Like, what, you know, and so I was really, really scorned and really hurt. Um, and it wasn't until three months after my mom passed that my daughter was playing on uh, my mom's bed and I was just like folding laundry and she was just like playing with the sock. And I just paused a second and looked at her and just tears ran down my eyes. I was Mm -hmm. so emotional and like began to praise God because I was like, okay, so I see what you did here. Like you Mm -hmm. gave me my daughter, you know, because you knew I would need her, you know, to really get through. Um, Mm -hmm. and so my daughter ended up being like the driving force and motivation. I know we hear a lot of times, oh, the reason why I breathe.
0: Outside of my body, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking fucking
1: like that. but literally, I think, y'all, so stupid. Y'all, I think literally, like, my daughter was like the pushing and motivating force for me to uh, um finish uh my graduate school program to get my you know wow. to, to land my 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 uh job, my first job, and to wow. a year later, I ended up purchasing uh me and Julian end up uh, purchasing our first home and stuff. So, I think that that. Really, motherhood actually ended up being this huge blessing of mine, um, even when I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't and and Julian
0: and Julian and you ended up staying together, up, right. okay? Right, 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 right. So right. Julian
1: is my, my baby father is my husband, you <laughs> know, you gotta throw that out there for the people, you right. <laughs> Right, you you Traffic, the
0: breakup text. We just want to know what happened. Maddie gets
1: all the details. Okay? The gets, okay. It don't go over her head. Okay. <laughs> and so <laughs> Julian and I did end up getting married uh we were 27. And so mm. and then we ended up having, of course, Sandra and Zuri. So yeah, okay. you know, every everything worked out. Everything yeah. worked out. Um so so we found
0: like it's a lot more common nowadays to see women becoming mothers later than they did, like in our mother's generation. Like, I became a mother in my mid 30s. Yeah. Um, you know, so for millennials, I think it's a mixed bag, but it's not like with our moms, like, if you didn't have a baby by I mean, mm. with that, my, my mother had me at 28 and she thought she was an
1: old oh, mom, you know? Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. No,
0: but nowadays true. it's like, it's a lot, you know, we're, we're a lot later. We're doing more things, picking up master's degrees and other things. So what was it like for you growing up as a millennial to become a mom in your early twenties? Like, did you ever feel like you missed out on things or had to grow up too fast? Were you oh, like the God. first in your
1: crew, the only one? So, definitely the only one, the first, um, mm-hmm. and I do think, and I'm just going to double back, I think that, I think in the Black community, um, 23 is super early, but then when you look at my my white counterparts, sure. that I went to- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's part of the plan. Yeah. They go to it's college true. to find they their get, husband. They
0: find their husband, they get married, the they family. be on it.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah adopted that plan <laughs> right, I, think, right, right, right. I, think,
0: I think too though like they date younger like i feel uh, like we're told like you don't need to be worried about no boys you only be dating uh, it, it, it. and then it's like when we're in college we're like just starting whereas you know they've had yeah. a steady boyfriend since the since they were 12 so it's true. like we we'd be behind you know what yeah. i mean and even if we do kind of date in high school we're still told like it's not serious that's puppy love like it's uh, it's like it's it's different. It's different. It's
1: different. So it's like God. I mean, because my counterparts, I mean, they were on second, their second child, you know, by twenty-five, mm-hmm, and it's like, oh my mm-hmm. God. For me, um, again, sure. being the first, um, the first of my crew, um, the only in my crew. Um, I felt super isolated, and then of course I was this super super party girl. Um, so mm-hmm. I felt like, oh my god, I can't go out um, anymore because of my perceptions, my then perception of motherhood and what moms uh, were supposed to and not supposed to do. Um, this is again ten years ago. I mm-hmm. felt like, oh my god, I can't do this. Like I can't, I can't go out anymore, or I can't, um, you know, uh, stay out a certain time if I do go out, um, or I shouldn't be hanging with a certain, uh, this certain, this certain crowd or whatever mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. things really, really shifted for me um and so uh what else did you ask <laughs> um, oh did you oh, feel well.
0: like you missed out, and do you feel like you had to grow up too fast,
1: yeah, for sure, yeah, and then of mm-hmm. course, um, so I was in. I mean, Julian and I obviously uh, wanted to work things out, and so we were just like, "Okay, we're gonna work it out. We're gonna, you know, buy this home." And so we we were homeowners, you know, which comes mm-hmm. with a lot, you know, it's a lot responsibility. of responsibility. That right, yeah. Um, and then of course marriage, and so we yeah. were just the first in our crews to do it all, and so all the things, right. And I yeah. did find that a lot of my friendships, um, uh, sort of fell off. Um, not sort of, just did, and because I didn't communicate, um, that I was hurt. I felt. Hurt. I felt isolated again, and then of course my mother. This is a whole another layer of my mother yeah. passing, and I didn't feel yeah. that people were there in, in the uh, respects that I wanted them to be or needed them to be. People definitely Poor tell you. you, you know, yeah, call me, call me, whatever you need. But who really mm-hmm. takes that offer up? Like no one that's wants right. to feel like that a burden. Sad. Like you're like, yeah. I'm yeah. Not
0: gonna, no,
1: I'm not. So yeah, no, you call
0: me. Right.
1: No sense. Sense. No, you know.
0: Um, so you touched on this, but we we hear this a lot, like especially with celebrities that certain things are like taboo for moms. Like we hear yeah. this all the time. People be coming for Kim Kardashian. You a mother. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be wearing that. What do you think about this like now? Not you know, not just how motherhood changes you, but how it changes others perception of you. Like you said, OK, you're a party girl. You like to go out. Did you feel like you could no longer do those things? Did you feel like you could no longer wear certain things? Or did you feel like, you know, whatever, I could do me. I'm going to do me. Like, what was your your take on it? How did you internalize that? And um, how did you feel about other people's perception as well?
1: No. Yeah. So initially I was totally like, Oh my God, I can't, like I said, I can't go out. I can't wear certain mm-hmm. things. Um, I can't do certain things. I remember taking a picture and I was going to post it one time, you know, how you get your girlfriend, especially, well, back then I was like, Oh, you know, what do you think about this picture? And my friend, uh, yes. she was mm-hmm. without child and she said, Oh no, you can't, you can't, you're a mom. That doesn't look right. Mm, and I was like, wow. what? You know? And so again, <laughs> I was so heavily like, I'm um, trying to respect the new space that I was in as a mom, but then also like enjoy myself as a new, you know, a 20, 25 year old, Yeah, well, yeah for I, sure. Like, early, you know, mid twenties. Um, Just, you know, again, you know, getting, a, in a, it landed a great career, you know, getting a little bit of money. I want to enjoy myself too and my money. Too, so did but, you have you know,
0: a moment like where you felt liberated from that? Like, did you have a moment where you were like, nah, I'm, you know, yeah. like, I'm gonna just do me.
1: So it took, it took years and people even, a lot of new moms will always like reach out and they're like, how did you do it? Or how do you do this? Or how do you not get mom guilt? And and I'm just like, it really took, it took almost, you know, eight years. I'll say like eight years for me to be comfortable with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do think that, um... I mean, my husband for sure, he would always be like, No, wear that. You know, you're already not really comfortable with your new post, you know, baby body, baby body the yeah. and body and like they used to. The belly is a little loose and all that. A little tall sort of way about your new body. And so it really took my husband to encourage me and be like, uh no, you look hot and wear it. That's like it. I don't Love care. It. You know, if anything, I would want my husband's opinion. Like, I know that that's right. Feel comfortable with Kim wearing certain things, and that's something that she probably has to take up with her husband more so than the, the kids. And I don't think that what you wear, of course, we all have our judgments, but it, it's not a measurement of how great of a, a mom she is. Right. All. Yeah. Right now, yeah. now, if she now she has to look at it also as you want your children seeing you in this manner so if right. you you know and because because your children will you know see that that's okay now i saw my mom going out you know as a child i'll go over grandma's yeah. house <laughs> <laughs> she she red lipstick on. <laughs> i love to get i love seeing my mom dress up and go out with her girlfriends i yeah. love it i love my mom traveling yeah. I missed her. Like I remember, she went to Cancun. My mom didn't travel often, but I remember she went to Cancun and mm-hmm. with her girlfriends. This is after my parents had pat um divorce,
0: uh, divorce. Divorced, mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I, I I missed her. You know, after like you know day four or something or whatever. But I I thought that that was pretty cool. And so yeah, like that I think it's okay. I think it's okay to for your 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 children to see mommy having a good time. Mommy's a
0: person. Mommy yeah, a yeah.
1: Person. okay. Yeah. And my children will definitely try to check me. On my, yeah, you're not, you're not again,
0: or you gotta do it. I'm right, like, yeah, don't be keeping tabs right, on, right, the, on right. my in and out,
1: okay, right, okay. You, you're you fed, you're okay, you're,
0: not you're, Girl, you're fine shout, shout out to uh, to Julian for sizing you too, because my husband be sightseeing me in this house, he be like, oh, come on now, you gotta wear that thing. <laughs> I'd be, be like, I'm not really sure. You know, you be stepping out from the bathroom. You nice. like, feel like nice. you can take on the world. That thing nice. makes a difference, boy. You that thing makes that. a difference.
1: You need your support from your husband. And, and I'm not sure, you know, the single I can't speak on single parenting, but even in my all of my endeavors, my husband is super supportive. He doesn't mind it. He's like, "Go oh, do whatever. Okay, you gotta yeah. meet you got mm-hmm. you know, a uh, networking thing. You have your podcasting. Okay, cool. Okay, all right, cool. Just let me yeah, know in a sure. whatever. You know, and for so, sure,
0: it, it matters. So yeah. it's very clear that you are a good time. You have a good time. So bring us into your world. I would like you to share with our listeners how you make sure that you are creating and experiencing these moments that are fun um yeah. for for moments with your kids we're going to do three areas fun okay. with your kids fun with bay and then you know your fun like your girl time like how how do you create these experiences at each of those tiers of your life
1: yes oh my god so with my kids guys I used to be total Pinterest mom. And not that that's a bad thing. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I think even you, Madden, like, you're mm-hmm. super, you know, again, you, you love hosting. You love gathering, gathering, yes. things yes. solitary. Like, that's me as well. Um, and... I used to be super, super like detail oriented with like the parties and even like our daily activities. But now, if it's just us going outside and the kids running loose, and it's so funny. I sometimes I'm like, oh, we just I'm gonna let the kids out. Let let the kids out the back. Let <laughs> me blow off a little steam. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is, and it's me, you know, blowing bubbles, you know. And if I have the energy, um, then that's me participating as well or dancing. And I think we are allowed fun house. Um, So I think my kids, it doesn't have to be this, you know, uh, 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 intricate um, picture perfect, yeah. Right. Right, right, right type of thing. It can literally be mommy, you know, singing and, you know, dancing. I think that my kids will never look back and be like, okay, mom, we didn't have fun. You know, this wasn't a fun household. And that doesn't mean daily activities either. I mean, probably probably... put all, all those experiences together and be like oh wow we used to dance in the kitchen like that may have not happened it's every true. night you know? think what, about you know?
0: yourself like when right. you think like I, when we used to order like pizza delivery i used to Girl. think that was so like oh my gosh like just Girl. being with my parents yeah. eating pizza you know watching right. um pgif like those things are the stuff that you remember
1: right right and so yeah. i don't think we need to get caught up in like Daily, you know, uh, daily, you know, stimulating their brain. Like it's a lot going on in their environment anyway. They can pick up the iPads and all that or whatever. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, your discretion. But we don't have to set up these um, super intricate things for our kids to enjoy themselves. Their children, Mm -hmm. they find joy in a lot of things more easily than adults do. So Mm -hmm. that's sort of where I am. Um, But I do definitely like throwing a good old party. I do love celebrating my children, like for their birthdays and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, Oh, I know. I saw what you did for Zoe's 10th, even in quarantine. And it, it was so sweet.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah. I feel yeah. so bad. We're going to have to run that back, though. I'm going to run that back for my baby. i, I'm I gonna have, you. Yeah. I'm doing <laughs> all that the birthdays for my baby. That ain't right. That wasn't right. All the birthdays in quarantine. Run it I all know. All I know. Birthdays. Ellie's
0: first was in quarantine. So right. we're going to make this yeah. second pop you know or what? 18 months or something. You
1: go, all y'all deserve. Okay. Hopefully by God. September, my birthday will we'll be oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I want to um, be in that number. Right.
0: Okay. What about fun with husband? <laughs> Uh,
1: oh, husband, right, Husband so for us it's literally just time together and the kids leaving us alone like giving us that space um mm-hmm. so like last night we did watch the documentary as well mm-hmm. um, about basketball county and that was date night like my husband slid in the office yesterday while i was working during mm-hmm. work hours and he was like date night tonight you know he's Aww. like can i ask you on a date to, uh you know to watch the documentary and i was like okay perfect and um we had the kids to go upstairs and zoe's old enough to sort of you know step in and help with the kids sometimes Yeah. And so yeah. She took the kids upstairs in her room. They locked the door. They watched TV, had the iPad, snacks, and they were good. And so. Nice. Yeah, that un- uninterrupted time um, mm. with each other is. And, fun and what
0: about when, when we're not on quarantine? Like, do you guys have a regular date night or do no. you try to keep
1: one? Do you. <laughs> <laughs> no y'all we don't we don't and we told ourselves we we're like we need this and we, you gotta get that
0: date night though got this, you've got, got to, to.
1: I, I've heard <laughs> it's
0: critical it's
1: critical okay because when we do get outings we're like oh this feels amazing this is great you know nobody's interrupting us and things like that um but no we don't do that but I think because my husband he isn't as um he's a simple guy he's just a simple guy and so mm-hmm. like again, it can be just simply watching TV together or the movies or, you know, uh, a bar or a chill. And that's fun to me as well. Um, And then for me and my girlfriends, um, we do a monthly uh, thing where we get together and um, one person out of the group, we sort of like, you know, take turns planning Mm -hmm. um, our monthly outings or gatherings. Um, it doesn't have to be something super intricate. Again, it can mm-hmm. be, you know, uh, a fire pit in the backyard, or just, mm-hmm. you know, everyone pitching in for um, uh, uh, maybe like a caterer or something like that. I mean, we mm-hmm. all try. We are because we are a team over the top. It does. It, it is a, a lot. Yeah, that's team
0: over uh, the top. Girl. You know, Tennille, turn, did you know that's where I got favorite things from? Like we have uh, Tennille and yes. I and our licensors We do annual Favorite things, but the first one that I did five years ago. It's because mm-hmm. I've seen Team Over the Top do yours team on Instagram over, and I've seen I, still yeah.
1: it. I be standing team over the top. I be <laughs> yes. like y'all yes. give me something to aspire to. I love, we love it. it. Right? I mean, I think some of us really love being over the top. It's not just it's not yeah. doing it for the Graham. It's not mm-hmm. like we need to wasn't here. No, my mother no that, yes. I was born reframe. this way. i oh, okay, <laughs> right okay. I love, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: I was team over the top from birth. Uh, I'm telling you. you oh, we know.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so y'all, so y'all do your monthly thing. So what are you y'all been yeah.
0: zooming? What what you
1: do for April? Now, right. So I put together a DIY candle making course. Girl, um, I, I was, was jealous with that mess. too. I was like, that <laughs> looks real nice. Did, yes. We did <laughs> a private, of course. So, cause you, you know, you want to cut up and I know that the, um, the owner, the, the owner of, I can't remember her name. Ah, she was super sweet. She was probably like, okay, ladies, like bring it down. <laughs> but, okay, she was probably over <laughs> us, but yeah, you can do like <laughs> private rooms. Um, you know, we did do a check-in. I actually pulled out you all's, uh, uh, tips. To check in oh, a good. little deeper beyond. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that went well. Um, and so I don't I don't know. I d I do not know I do want to do you all's curbside. What'd you all do last night? A curbside? Oh, a happy porch hour? Happy hour. A porch happy. We did a hour, porch happy hour.
0: Yep. I'm about oh, to do some, I'm about to do some driveway dates with my girls. That's what I'm calling them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, everybody bring your little lawn chair, like you take to the hey, wine festival. Yeah. And then we're going to have, you know, table in the center. Everybody can go get their items, get your wine glasses and stuff, have your stuff by your side. And then we just sit around in the driveway yeah. and my driveway's long. So I'm going to have like four or five people over nice. and we're going to have a driveway date. Yeah, for sure. I'm
1: with it. I'm with it. That's it. Yeah. I think it's important to me for sure. Um, girlfriend time. And that was something again that my aha moment that I really needed. I think I really benefit from. Excuse me, time with my girlfriends or just um, a social time um, mm-hmm. because I think that that's what sort of fills my cup. And so yeah. again, we all know when mommy's cup is filled, then I can mommy can pour into it. pour in. No. That's right. right. How can I pour? How can I pour into these children, my husband, my household when my cup isn't filled? And so that's right. Understands that he doesn't care. Again, he he's he's actually a homebody, if you will. So he he doesn't even mind. He would be like, all right, whatever, as long as we got some food, whatever. Right, little, right. if you want a little drinky drink? I make sure yeah. he. He
0: got a bottle right. you, you yeah. need the opposites attract cuz both of y'all was out running the streets to kill right. Like, yeah. right now that <laughs> now that's where it might get a little sticky it might it get a little- so <laughs> you so you talk about being team over the top team extra you're extroverted but you've also been very candid about your experience with anxiety Um, and I've, I've also talked about this with our listeners. You and I have talked about this privately, but can you share with our listeners how you have managed not to allow anxiety or really any other obstacle that you've dealt with? Cause you've shared, you know, some, some big moments in life. Um, and thank you for being so honest and vulnerable, but how you have not allowed those things, um, to keep you from living your best existence. You're such an overcomer. Mm -hmm. And I, I just think our listeners would find value in hearing you speak to that as well as, you know, the fun stuff.
1: Yeah. And so um, I will say that my anxiety isn't social anxiety. I know that that's right. right like, yeah. No, I don't have you know, that either. So, no stage fright. No, no social anxiety. Right. Yeah, obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> we are not. We do not suffer social anxiety. People, and so People
0: think that because you're an extrovert, you can't right. be anxious. And it's not true
1: not true at all. And if anything, for me, um, socializing and human interaction actually helps with my anxiety. I think it's yeah. because I don't know if it's like almost a grounding a distraction. It's, yep. a distraction. Yep. it's a total distraction when I'm talking on the phone or when I'm um, sometimes when I get anxious in my car because I do do home visits, like I said, so I'm going site to site. Um, Sometimes in my car, if I get a little anxious and then I show up to my client's home and I'm talking, I'm like, okay, the anxiety has gone. What, you know, again, so I I don't know. Right. So that's sort of interesting to me. That's something, um, it's ever changing for me. Um, this has been, this has been seven years now since I was, um, clinically, uh, diagnosed with anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, I will say that too, if I have to, I do a lot of grounding, um, exercises. Sometimes I'll even, it'll be like me pinching myself. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't lose. I don't it to the point of like bruising. Yeah. Losing, like, yeah. Or like anxiety. bringing
0: yourself back. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um. So my husband again, he's really really good. If I tell him, you know, babe, I'm feeling funky, um mm-hmm. I, I need a moment, he'll get the kids. Like the kids, I can't have the kids coming up to me every 5 seconds, um right. you know, whatever and things like that. And so that sort of helps me as well. Um yeah. Uh I, I do think uh, I'm still in I'm still in the I'm in the middle of a, a storm if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of times we'll look back and we'll talk about, you know, our testimonies and stuff, but we don't ever really share like being in the middle of a storm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, um, uh, my mom, I, I do think that I have finally healed. It'll be 10 years, uh, this October that she's uh, transitioned in. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my son, um, he has, uh, received a diagnosis of autism formally last summer. And mm-hmm. so 2019, and then my brother had passed away, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah spontaneously uh thanksgiving wow. of last yeah. 2019 as well on top of other things and so um I was just like okay again I'm like I'm I must I don't know if I'm not getting something that God wants me to like get like what mm-hmm. is the lesson behind all of this because why would all these things keep happening to me I mean yeah you know, like okay, other people, and of course you you start to look like okay, it's not fair, God. Like other people have their you know uh, typically developing children, and they have their moms, and mm-hmm. you know why me, why me? And so um, I've allowed again, I, I try to not to go there because that that is when you know my mind gets to racing and my anxiety mm-hmm. you know heightens So I try to definitely just look at things um, and 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 see what you know, what, what God was really trying to teach me. And then Mm -hmm. as well as, um, sharing my story. So sharing my story and being transparent while it's hard and there's definitely some things that I don't share, um, openly. Mm -hmm. um, I think that God is also like, okay, well, Casey, this wasn't just for you, you know, Mm -hmm. and Platform, this huge platform, Mm -hmm. you know, where you are influencing people, then you know, you also need to lead them to me, and you also need to just, you know, share how that people can get through what you're going through. So yeah, that's where I saw. Yeah, that's that's
0: so important, and that's why I wanted to touch on it because we see the influence, we see the Aldi pants selling out, we see the kids events, we see all the what you know. But I feel like you also do a great job of just being honest and sharing your story. And I wanted those of you who, those of you who are listening, who maybe not familiar who were just hearing about all the fun and all, to know that like the same way that you're saying you look around and wonder like why me I feel like we all to some extent we we the burden's different but we all kind of looking left and right and thinking yeah. why me um and that's like that's what is at the heart of love madden that mm. sitting around the table that that getting together in real life and being able to have those conversations and really open up yeah. um, that's our, that's our therapy like our girlfriend time is our therapy and in yeah. in, in addition to real therapy because we right. we need that as well okay, okay. Um, But I think it's important for us to really have a safe space because everybody's not going to feel comfortable sharing their story, writing it in a book or putting it on Instagram Mm -hmm. or whatever. But you need somebody. You need somebody, you you know, to share with. Yeah, we do. We really do. Community
1: is so necessary. And that's why I do love what you all are doing. I think it's so necessary. And um, it's okay to reach out beyond those people who are familiar. And, you know, they may not be going through what you're going through. And they can't really, Mm -hmm. you know... I mean, they can only help us so much and, um, just really, you know, building that community within your struggles as well. Like that's, that's a whole yeah. other thing. And so, um, no kudos, kudos to you all. I think it's, it's good to go deep. We don't like going deep sometimes, but it's necessary.
0: We got to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, anything else you want to share before we tie this segment up with the bow? Oh, uh, no. Um, no, this was good thing, a lot, of, nugget. a lot I mean, of nuggets. a lot of nugget yeah continue to, to build your community I think that that's what we the gist of things is behind the brand as well um, yeah just to build your community don't be afraid to reach out um, I share this a lot on social media as well to sort of like be social on social media <laughs> it's a social platform
0: right right
1: you true. never know like even Madden and I we met for, I mean not even formally I mean but we met yeah. through Instagram <laughs> Instagram <and> through. <laughs> Right, right.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, and now have a, we have a real friendship, you know, right. as a result right. of that. So it can right. it can go beyond the platform. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: and I, I was gonna say, if y'all don't already listen to babies and bellinis, and she yeah. mentioned she's one third of babies and bellinis, it's fun, but they hit a lot of real life topics that are relevant to definitely if you're a mom. But honestly, even if you're not a mom, I think right. there are a lot of takeaways for yeah. women um that are that are good and they 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 do some of the digging deep. That's not always comfortable, but it's right. it's their to even hear other people because you just feel less alone. Yeah. Um, so if y'all don't listen, you should listen to Baby's ex Bellinis. Thank you. All right. So now we're going to go into the next segment um, of the show. This is sort of a fun elective segment where we pick different segments. But since we have a guest, we're going to do our this or that. Um, so you already know how this works. I'm gonna give you two options. You're gonna give me the first answer that comes to your mind. You got less than a second to respond, no overthinking, no nothing. We're just gonna have fun with it. Okay. Less
1: than a second. Oh, all right. Okay, (laughs) listen. What? You got a nanosecond to answer this question. (laughs) (laughs) People be be (laughs) like all right,
0: you ready, Casey? (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. Early bird or night owl.
1: Early bird.
0: Brunch with the girls or date night with the hubs. Brunch
1: with the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whisper. I had a whisper.
0: But... In case um, heels <laughs> or flats,
1: flats.
0: Yeah, same here. Make new friends or keep my circle tight.
1: Mm, make new friends.
0: Okay. Big birthday parties or simple celebrations.
1: Big birthday parties.
0: Are you a team or a classroom mom? Are you more of a behind the scenes mom?
1: I thought I would be team a uh, classroom mom, but I'm actually behind the scenes. <laughs> I <ain't> got time.
0: <laughs> we got the cheerleader. You was like, "Never mind, It's
1: too much." I was an old cheerleader, guys. My daughter was an all star cheerleader, and I was not team mom. I, I hated it. I didn't. I don't even want her to do it next year. That's a whole other of-
0: oh, episode. All right, trap music or neo soul?
1: Trap. <laughs> would, you rather, would you
0: rather um I, yeah I'm a little bit of both uh, would you rather try a new class or just enjoy some me time
1: try a new class
0: okay what about would you prefer a spa staycation or a beach vacation
1: oh the beach
0: mm. okay last one last one would you rather host an event or be a guest at an event
1: Man, uh, oh, ah, uh, host, hosting event. Yeah, 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 love it. Yeah,
0: perfect. Okay, so now we're gonna end the episode with our very favorite part of the episode, which is the question, question of, of
1: the episode.
0: Episode. All right. So this week's question of the episode, everybody's gonna answer, um, but we're gonna start with Casey. Tenille.
1: All right. So how are you making sure that you still have fun while on lockdown? Oh man. Um. So, getting creative, getting creative for sure. Um. Like I said, so while I'm not able to see my girlfriends and uh face to face, um, we're definitely doing like the Zoom calls. Of course, I'm sort of zoomed out a bit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Me too. I'm
1: sort of zoomed out. Um, Yeah. But getting creative. So, like we we did the the private candle part, candle making party. Um, there are different like uh cocktail parties that you can have or cocktail Mm -hmm. making. Mm-hmm. Um, virtual classes, things like that. So, sort of getting creative in how you can um, enjoy your. I mean, again, for me, it's girl time. It's really you know connecting with my girl So, I'm just trying to get creative with that. But I'm definitely taking a page out of you all's book, and we'll be doing some driveway, driveway, driveway hangout.
0: days. Uh, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I would say that's mine. Mine is getting out the house. Like, I don't. I'm. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good off the digital connection yeah. for now. I'm. I'm straight. I'll come back to that in a couple of weeks, but. I just need, like, real life to get out the house. Like, I don't care if I'm dry. I drove to Watkins Park. Like, I just need to just drive a a window down, sit on my front porch. Um, It's nice to have another person there, whether it's at a distance or whatever. But at this point, even if it's just me and my AirPods, like, I need to get out of the four walls of my house, which is which I love my house, like... Yeah. I love being in the house. I love redecorating. Actually, I have been having fun redecorating my house. Oh, that has yeah. been a more fun project. Right?
1: I can not even see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm like, no, I need yeah me too. Look, I, need I'm just, I,
0: need to, I need to start I'm posting. So definitely that. But for me, it's at this juncture, like today, is just me needing to get out.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you, T? So it's just, um, I would say, leaning into my love for hosting so actually tonight or so we're taping this on saturday i hate mm-hmm. when i do that but um, Ludacris <laughs> and nelly are doing their verses and Tana i
0: loves
1: nelly. Ah, i do <laughs> <That's a problem. laughs> yes. So um, I wanted to have, and I'm not doing it, but like innate in my like spirit. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to have a party so we can like, you know, um, score the rounds. and and That's what I love to do. I didn't end up doing it. So I'll probably just do it at home alone or texting one of my friends. But just leaning into what it is that you naturally love to do. So if you naturally love to host, Set up that Zoom call, even though people might be zoomed out. Whoever shows up, up, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. whoever wants to be there will be there. Yeah, exactly.
1: So do whatever makes you happy. That's kind of how I'm creating my own fun. Whatever makes me happy, I'm gonna do it. There is one thing that I want to do, which is walk the Anacostia Park Trail. So I need to put that on my list. Nice, Mm. nice. Yeah, you have a list. You have a look. You have a quarantine (laughs) fun list. Oh my god. I, don't. In my mind, me... I was actually just telling Maddie that I have all these things in my head and during right. this lockdown I have not been writing anything down. And so... she's been
0: forgetting everything. See.
1: <laughs> go ahead and jot it down. Go ahead and make it let, let me go ahead and make some some it notes. It is so, in so interesting
0: that we have reached a time in our life where people wanna go walk anacostia trail is we've just oh, we've, yeah. we've really we turned, turned a, corner.
1: a corner if y'all have not been over the um douglas bridge <laughs> y'all gotta see what they doing over that douglas bridge y'all if you're in the dmv y'all mm-hmm, not even exactly. gonna recognize it so do a drive take a little by. trip down south a Capitol drive-by. street <laughs> maddie said i'm gonna do <laughs> a drive-by yeah. uh,
0: look through my window Actually, see how things are shaping up <laughs>
1: about living in a um, condo community like nobody can drive by to like sit in my um, driveway true, true. You know? you well my drive driveway is always North open and <laughs> wait up from the street <laughs> Through yeah. the window. And, girl. Well, thank
0: you so much Casey this was so much fun we knew it would be we appreciate Aww. you yeah we had a thank great you. time alright ladies thank you for listening have a good week see we'll you later bye listening to the love Madden podcast Wait, are you subscribed
1: yet? If not, what are you waiting for?
0: Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.